Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowing.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have Marge. Yes, hello everyone, Marge from Central Canada and the host of Bite Me, the show about edibles. Is, is that it? Okay, okay. Usually what? you have some uh, uh, critically acclaimed shows about oh. edibles. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't uh, keep my own <laughs> every week. You're oh, just going to have to go and listen yourself and then be like, damn, this is critically acclaimed. Yes. Make sure you go check out Bite Me, the show about edibles, if you haven't done that already, everybody. Uh, and then we also have Bubble Hawk. What are you saying, Bubble? G'day, guys. Bubble Hawk here from the east coast of Australia. Nope rope country. <laughs> Nothing critically acclaimed coming out of here. <laughs> we should, should like get to the end of the intro bit and be like, over. So we know when it's finished, and then we can move on to the next person. <laughs> next. Neville's from Australia, man. He's pretty critically acclaimed. Who? Neville. 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 Neville Schoenmacher. Yeah, uh, and then Neville's Hayes, you know? Right, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. thinking. Anyway, TG, you want to say hello to everybody? Hello. TG <laughs> 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 here from Treaty 6 Territory, a.k.a. Central Saskatchewan, Saskatoon. It looks like you got no arm there for a second because it's blanking out the mug. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh my yeah. god, he's lost his left arm. How can he roll? That's pretty <laughs> cool, know. man. It's pretty cool. That's it's actually weird. happening. That's that's real. So it's weird. Oh mm. my god. And then we also have monkey. What's up, monkey? You good? I'm good, man. Monkey down here in the southeast US. I was gonna say the warmest of the panelists, but I think uh now that the seasons of Flip Bubblehawk's got that title at this point in time. Yeah, boy, mm-hmm. 30, 30 odd degrees most this week. Holy crap, um, man. That's, or, that's already too much. Cop- already copped a sunburn, already peeling. Beautiful. Damn. Been freezing Perfect. here in the UK. The panel has been listening to me for the last half hour, bitch, and moan about how fucking cold it is here. Such a pansy. Telling yeah, you. Just so, that, <laughs> just, just, so, just so everybody listening understands, this is at least the fifth time we've heard how cold it is over there. <laughs> fucking cold, bro. It's cold. Seven, right there, right. The two Canadians are just laughing too. Just like, huh. <laughs> you, know, you think that's cold? You know, over here. <laughs> so that's that. Yeah. Attention when you guys talk about cold. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's how TG lost his arm. <laughs> yeah. Fucking just collecting oh, the post, man. you know? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, just a quick shout out there as well. We uh, This episode is sponsored. We haven't done the sponsored episode before. Dun, 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 dun. But this is sponsored by Fino Seeds, who have kindly offered to give us some prizes to give away over the next few shows. So for the next four weeks, we'll be doing the wheel spins during the show. We'll do one halfway through the show, one at the end of the show. Uh, and the winners will get $50 to spend over at finoseeds.com and $75 to spend over at finoseeds.com. So check that shit out later on when we do the spin. I don't think anybody in chat wants prizes. What do you think? Nah, nah. They've nah, all got they, enough. They're just here for the fun. What's everybody smoking on? We all got something nice? TG, uh, let's start with you, bro. Yeah, what's TG's list this morning? What's he got? Um, Everything, like usual. I still have everything I listed last time, but I got some new stuff from my friend. I did a trade. I don't know if you can see. Uh, Oh yeah, 
exclusive extracts, mm. train exclusive extracts, ghost train haze, some delicious, amazing shatter as well. No, I saw you bought some hash this weekend as well. Yes. Nice. I, I love hash. I yeah, bought but... a fuckload of hash yesterday. Um because it's the hash bash at my favorite online black market dispensary, and they have some fucking wicked deals. So, nice. got some Christmas presents, you know? It's great. Hash it's bash. not Christmas like yet, bro. Not allowed to say that c word yet. Oh, oh, Christmas. Christmas. Ten days of that shit. <laughs> Two more I'm weeks before we can say that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to order all that hash near Christmas. You know, that'd be expensive. <laughs> what do you say, monkey? You got something nice. No doubt. Uh, cigar on the table. I got strawberry cough, green crack, and uh, runts with a little bit of, of a CBD. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, cream caramel CBD as nice. well. So doing salads today. Nice. Well, you got much. I've got a little dosy do grape lime cross, homegrown by moi. Nice. Goes without saying. Of course. That sounds good. It's better than dispensary, right? Of course. <laughs> also goes Every without time. saying. <laughs> Good. And what's Bubble got, Huck got this week, man? You got some pressed hash or some shit? Mm, I have. I've got some solventless wedding cake shatter I made. I've got some super skunk rosin. I've got some sunset sherbet rosin. And what else have I got here? Oh, I've got some citrique as well, which is a um a nice citrusy sativa. And I was thinking of doing a press while we were chatting shit. And then obviously I got to cleaning the Dr. Dab switch and I haven't got around to doing any pressing. So if you hear me making weird noises in the background, it's because I'm pressing something. What would the weird noises be like? Like, woo! Yeah, yeah, that's it. As I'm squeezing the um <laughs> squeezing the shit up, out of squeezing it up, yeah. Yeah, squeezing a nug out. <laughs> it just sounds no. pinching a deuce. No. <laughs> Somebody came just... in here and took it. What do you deuce. what do you use for a rosin press, Pablo? Uh I've actually got an LTQ vapor. Um, so it's uh it's only like a small bench top one. Um, so I've got to do a couple of different presses, just a four-pound press. Um, it's not bad, it takes what ages to heat up. I'd love to get a nug smasher, but I'm just no way I'm going to spend thousands of dollars on a press mm. when this one's oh, doing the job. Yeah. Um, I was actually recently looking into getting some plates and building my own. And, right. um, and yeah, then I realized that that was going to cost me money too. And I'm like, no, <laughs> well, I've got something I can do it here with. So I'll just use that. In the chat there, we have, uh, we, Artman is on the dabs today. What's up, Artman? Uh, w Digger is on uh, Cinderella 99. Classic shit. Ooh. Very, very nice, sir. So. Very been nice. been a long time since I had any Cindy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Backblast is on some hash. Very cool. Freshly pressed flour from Artman. Let's fill me bowls. Who I'm going to be ignoring for the rest of the show. <laughs> right, Bill. You bought that <laughs> on yourself, mate. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, why would that be, Mac? You care to explain? Because he keeps on going on about that C word. <laughs> that, that C word, and we're not that C well, word where the... we have to hit the hash and shit. We talk about we talk about the X word then, like Xmas, maybe. No, no. <laughs> what's wrong with that? That's just the Greek. I tell you what's wrong, Marge. I tell you what's wrong. It's November, yeah. all right, yeah. Marge. It's November. It's all not, I know is we just Christmas. got a ton of snow today, and it's feeling oh. Christmassy. 
Yeah, but it is for you guys. It's fucking feeling Christmassy here as well when the temperatures were hitting. God damn. I, for one, encourage it, Philly Bulls. Keep it up. <laughs> bah humbug. Where's John when I need him? God damn. I know John's on my side. <laughs> He's yeah, not here, but... though, is he? So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> looks like Shonoff's on the Clark Kent's as well. Good Very work. nice. Sevens on the on the Sunset Sherbet as well. There we go. Very nice. Pink Kush there from Sparky. Nice uh, gelato from UK Ziff for twenty. See Gellert's on my side as well. There, just saying, just saying. Thanks, bro. Till the twenty fourth. <laughs> what of November? Well, I mean, th- yeah, that is a bit extreme, Gellert. Twenty fourth for that. That's 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 even harsher than. <laughs> Oh, I go for, and the kids have been asking this week. Oh, can we put the Christmas tree up? I'm like, no, you fucking the Christmas tree is up in the loft where it belongs because <laughs> it's November. <laughs> I do have to admit that one year we put a tree up on the 23rd of December. Wow, oh, yeah, wrong with that. My, Did you my take mother it out on the 26th. My mother loves it, and every year the tree goes up like September time. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, oh that that Lord, is no. too early. Yeah, I, yeah. I stop visiting. I don't go around. <laughs> <laughs> I just dragged an auto flower out last Christmas. Just chucked yeah. it on the pension. That'll do. <laughs> that's a great Christmas tree. Yeah, that's it. But it means I didn't put it out until the 25th because I wasn't pulling it out of the tent early. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> nice. Well, I think everybody is good and high now. We're all well prepared and ready to go on to the news. Is everybody good? We're good. Yeah. Sounds like good. a plan. I think we're good to do. Let's talk about some news then, everybody. Let's do it. The professional news intro with a nice tune and graphics and stuff. So here we are. We're going to talk about some cannabis news this week, as we do. TG, maybe we should go with you first because we can see that you're getting your, your collection together there. You're burning as much as possible. You're going to be pretty mash up pretty soon. So <laughs> let, let's yeah. get let's get your news done. No, I don't know. I'm just, I feel really fortunate lately with all this shit that I've been given. So thank oh, you. Sure, it's uh, it giving me shit, you know. <laughs> nice. Especially Marge, of course. Of course. Um, but yes, on to my story. I'm going to read the whole story, but I'm going to try and read it fast and we can discuss because it's something that's close to my heart and close to all of our hearts. Um, yeah. So the title is or from Stratcan, as usual. I like Stratcan. They do a lot of good Canadian mm specific uh, cannabis journalism um so despite constitutional concerns northern ontario city seeks to limit homegrown cannabis we've heard this before right yeah yes. right there you I mean you're gonna have to stop us from screaming because you know where we want to jump in yeah mm. so uh i'll put it over on this screen actually here so i can look at the camera so it looks more like i'm reading to you okay so a small city in Northern Ontario is looking to establish bylaws to control where people can grow cannabis, despite some concerns that such a bylaw could be unconstitutional. So Elliot Lake, um, I'm not sure where exactly that is, or I'm not sure how far that is from our good, uh, or my good friend Marge, who is also it's in Ontario. But... very north. It's north. Okay, yeah. It says it's yeah. located about two hours west of Sudbury and about six hours north of Toronto. So yeah, that's a, a fair trek north. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Elliot Lake, a small community of 11,000 people located two hours west of Sudbury, six hours north of Toronto, has been working on the bylaw for much of the past year, passing it on November 14th. So the bylaw could effectively ban cannabis in smaller yards by requiring cannabis to be at least 10 meters from neighboring properties and from any properties near areas where minors congregate. 
Although the bylaw has now passed, the municipality will be sending it to the Attorney General of Ontario for review and approval. The bylaw sets three rules for outdoor cannabis growing in the community. All cannabis plants will be required to be 10 meters away uh, from any neighboring properties. What Must the... be kept. Yeah. Right. That's 10 meters. Fun. It's that's a problem. My backyard's not even that big. That's what I'm thinking. Exactly. <laughs> you don't have a 60 do meter yard, you're screwed. It seems pretty fucky and unenforceable, right? Mm -hmm, so really. yeah. So that's rule number one. Must be kept out of sight and reach of children or anywhere children may congregate. Um, and cannot be grown on properties that have any point in common with schools, parks, playgrounds, daycare facilities, or other public places frequented mainly by persons under 18 years of age, which is actually um, what I have to comply with as well with my medical grow license. That is one stipulation that I'm doing an outdoor grow. It can't border any parks or schools or anything like this. Um, so the fine for any infraction of the bylaw is $150 plus additional costs. The city says they're putting the bylaws in place to protect children in response to complaints and concerns in the community. The city solicitor advised that such a bylaw, possibly the first of its kind in Canada, could potentially violate federal law and instead proposed a public information campaign, which is probably the better way to go. Um, in a letter to the city, the solicitor note, noted that the ability to impose restrictions on home cannabis production is under provincial jurisdiction, not municipal and that there was a current Supreme Court appeal in Quebec that could impact these jurisdictional issues, which we've talked about. This is Jesse and Co's, uh, or not, Jesse's not in Quebec, but it, it mm -hmm. falls in line with the Manitoba challenge as well. Um, and they're, yeah, basically, uh, they're going to wait and see what happens with that to decide what happens with this. So right. at this time, it's not possible to provide a definitive opinion regarding whether the bylaw is constitutionally valid. Um, however, the Supreme Court recently heard an appeal from the Quebec Court of Appeal, which we covered uh, a few episodes back, which is likely to shed light on this issue and assist provinces and by extension municipalities to understand the scope of their authority, if any, to impose restrictions on the personal cultivation of recreational cannabis. And uh, yeah, basically the city has been advised to not adopt the bylaw until it has the benefit of reviewing the Supreme Court's decision, which is expected to be issued within six months. And I'm, I'm checking every week on that, uh, but there's still, yeah, is nothing until there is something so we'll definitely let you know and when, when there is a decision there of course but uh so if they rule that um the province and by extension municipalities may not curtail the ability of individuals to possess and cultivate up to four cannabis plants as is standard in canada like that's kind of how everybody thinks it is here then it will be clear that the bylaw is unconstitutional and should not be enacted however if they decide the opposite and uh, allow the province to impose more stringent regulations than is in the Federal Cannabis Act, then the city may be able to uh, restrict this and uh, can be more confident in the constitutional validity of this bylaw. So, um, yeah, the rest is kind of, uh, well, I've been reading a bit, uh, quite a bit now. So, I don't know, what do you guys think of this shit? Um, bullshit, bruh. Yeah, I mean, bullshit. It's always, it's always under the guise too. We have to protect the children. Of course, like, I, I can. And that's grow. my question. Yeah, and because then if you're poppy. against it, they're gonna be like, "Do you hate children or something?" I'll be like, "Yes, yes, yeah. I do." In this moment, yeah, but has it been a problem? <laughs> has it been a problem in Canada with kids going and raiding somebody's home grow? I mean, I no. know you get rippers and things like that, but is this something like it's a national crisis? Mm. <laughs> no. I can tell you right now, I've never heard of anybody being like those damn kids made off with my plants again. That, yeah. that's just and Halloween comes that... along and they come a bit too close to the house 
you know, we're nine meters close to your plant now. Like, get the fuck back from my doorstep, motherfuckers. Well, here's the right. thing. In Elliott Lake, it's going to be so damn cold by October 31st that no one's going to have outdoors left anyway. So that's not <laughs> yeah. even a problem. They're creating know. problems I mean, where there are none. Just, I, you guys know what I obviously think about this. It's total horseshit. And mm-hmm. the, the infringement is is not surprising, you know. I mean, like I, I've said last episode, uh, and I'll say it again, actually, today is the last day we have to uh, fill out the, the Health Canada How Do You Like the Cannabis Act survey. So if you haven't done that, uh, go do that. But one of the questions is like, yeah, medical, uh, the validity and the validity of homegrown cannabis and stuff like that. So these are important questions that that we can have an effect on and uh, and we should, because obviously, you know, even with legalization in Canada and uh, awesome, it's so free. You can, like, I know I post a lot of fucking pictures of cheap weed and mail order stuff and it is available, but like it's still very restricted. It's there's a lot of places still in the country where if you don't know this stuff, you're still shit out of luck, you know, yeah. all of in Quebec right now for homegrown that kind of shit. So, um, yeah, we still have a long ways to go and clearly, yeah, there's people trying to even go fucking backwards still. Here. Yeah. Billy Bond said here that it's a really small town. He said, I've been to rave yeah. with more people than yeah. Elliot Lake. <laughs> yeah. And it, I yeah. think they just do it in these small towns because there's uh, it's less likely that people are going to kick off. And then if people do kick off, it's only going to be a few people. And then they can tell everybody, but it worked in this town. So it's just yeah. one of those oh. things, isn't it? We had, um, who was it? We talked to somebody in one of our interviews that was talking about the syndrome where your small towns raise these kind of restrictions due to fears, you know, unfounded fears of the older generation that, that they still have control of the town council and stuff like that. Hmm. Somebody we talked to was talking about this is why they have problems in California with the regulations because you have these random towns that just decide nothing here hmm. for, no, mm-hmm. for no real reason. It just because this is the way it's always been and somebody yeah. told them it's bad. A yeah. couple town councilors are conservative or something and then boom, there you go. Nope. Um, yeah, it, it's very... Uh, patchwork i guess and i think any restriction on home grow is just absolutely fucking ridiculous if it's legal to go and buy somewhere everybody should be entitled to grow their yeah. own cannabis if they want to simple that as that the argument in 2017 with the medical case and mm-hmm. what jesse's arguing um in the manitoba and quebec cases so again like it is a really good point in the article that that supreme court decision whenever it does have will have a big big uh impact on not just this case but like other cases too mm. i know in winnipeg i think they were trying to restrict medical homegrown because people were bitching and complaining about the smell and this and that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and trying to restrict it to like industrial areas or something but like because mm. shit know, and like, piss smells so much better than weed well <laughs> you know what i mean like i just i know we're gonna go down that fucking slippery slope guys like really yeah but yeah it's it's still fucky here so you just go show the fight isn't over, even in Canada. Yeah, come on, Elliot. That's right. Lake. Yeah, come on. Do it. Come on, Elliot Lake. It sounds like a person, to be fair. You know, <laughs> it sounds like yeah. a place. The 90s talk show host or something, right? You know, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Well, everybody Lake, gets an ounce yeah they're so backwards in times and stuff like that they, they probably believe all the anslinger games but if they find that bat weed please have them call me mm-hmm. yeah still looking for that good old bat weed for sure darn right man i mean they're still gonna live in the prohibition they're probably still looking for that bat weed yes so 
We'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. Keep us informed of what happens here, TG. As we should, progress. yeah, no. yeah. The, the court case is the big thing, yeah. So we'll mm -hmm. obviously we'll be paying attention to that. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's interesting, you know, all these little places because like, you know, good luck uh, or congratulations, black market, I'll say. Basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, another win for you. It's <laughs> really the way to look at <laughs> Leg it. Legacy yeah. You're not going to keep it out of yeah. kids' hands with the black market at all, are you? Nope. So they you want to move on to a, Marjorie's got an interesting <clears throat> news story for us. I sure do. This one's a, a little pretty fun, actually. It's from Popular Science: Why German scientists got cows stoned. And I, I got this yes. one. I know the answer to this one. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Because it improves their mood. <laughs> Come on! Come on, man! Okay. That's beautiful, right? <laughs> That was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> I'm smiling, okay. but I'm not um, laughing. <laughs> yeah, don't laugh. Don't encourage me. That is not to be encouraged at all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, actually, you're, not too, you're not too far off, off the mark, really. So if you give a cow hemp, expect some silly bovine behavior and TCH-laced milk. I actually found a typo. Popular science. Not impressed. But let's move on. <laughs> Um, figuring out what to feed a seemingly ever-growing herd of U.S. livestock is tricky, and industrial hemp has grown to a value of $824 million in 2021, uh, I believe in the, in the U.S., and creates some 24,000 tons of leftover organic matter. And what these scientists, scientists have done was they took some of this hemp plant um, leftover organic matter and we're feeding it to cows because they wanted to see what would happen and it turns out that despite the low thc percentage because it was hemp it was 3.3 uh, percent or lower of thc in it mm -hmm. they did actually get stoned and what they found also was that some of that the cows not only were they stoned and they were you know what was it they were saying here? They were more relaxed, yawning, salivating more often, and got into some pronounced tongue play. Uh, their eye, their uh, eyes uh, red and droopy, according to the paper. But the main reason what they were wanting to do wasn't just to see if the cows were going to get uh, goofy or anything like that. But right now, you can't feed livestock leftovers of hemp in the U.S. And they want to see what would happen to the milk of the cows. And it turned out that while the cows were feeling a little loopy, there was too much THC in the resulting milk uh, to be able to sell it on the market. So they also found, however, that if they waited until the effects of the THC were off on the cow, that, that the resulting milk did not have higher levels of THC in it. Mm. So that was kind of interesting. It's a kind of a short article, but I just thought it was interesting because they can't do studies like this apparently in the US, but they're doing them in Germany. I think they're also looking to see what they can do with all this waste product because right now there's 24,000 tons or 48,000 pounds of organic leftover matter just go, I don't know what happens to it, but it's not usable. So it gets thrown away, creating waste. Sounds and like a good way to make some good vermicompost. Yeah, you could do that or you could use mm. it to, you know, feed a growing chickens. chickens, US livestock, all the rest of it. I mean, why not? So they're finding, I mean, I don't know what would happen I mean, the milk at first wasn't good, but if you're feeding it to say like beef cows instead of dairy cows or pigs or 
or like you said, uh, monkey chickens, then that would be another option. But I think it's interesting that they're starting to do these types of studies and it's only because of legalization in a lot of places. And then it's becoming, you know, people are talking about it more and becoming more mainstream that scientists are actually willing to look at these types of studies. So I just well, I, what I find interesting is they feed antibiotics to livestock to increase oh, their, yeah. their weight. Mm -hmm. And it's like, do yeah. they do these tests on the cow's milk to see how much of the antibiotics go through to the cow's milk or do they just they have done this THC or TCH in this article you know they, they definitely do it here but there's an acceptable level yeah, mm -hmm. there is a pass through and, and you're all right there uh, the residual is listed yes damn you know to me to me this article just says that they found another way to infuse cannabis into milk and i'm all for it. <laughs> let's, let's be honest i know there's why a, not sell that that could be it's that like could be interesting yeah. Instead of mm -hmm. feeding them just leaves, let's feed them some bud and make some good milk. Right. Yeah. All right. Sell let's see, let's get proper lean. <laughs> Naturally let's infused cannabis milk. Yes. Yeah. How high can we get those numbers? <laughs> but they were saying test. in this article, they were saying too at the end of this article that le feeding livestock hemp at a certain level may actually make them more relaxed and live happier, healthier lives as well. So that's kind of an interesting thing just from the, the perspective of... You know, a lot of people are talking about how, you know, livestock is raised these days, especially in a more industrial context. So mm -hmm. anything to make their short, miserable lives a little better might be, yeah. might be worth looking at as well. Definitely. That's pretty yeah. cool. You know, they don't have it so bad that they get to eat weed all day. Yeah. Well, yeah, I reckon it's still pretty shit for them. I, I think the cows would still just like to be strolling around the field eating grass. It seems yes. like doing that. And I, I think, think those farmers would also like to feed their cows hemp. You know, if mm. you have like grass-fed cows, why not feed them a little? little How fucking cool would that be? You know, you're just feeding them yeah. the hemp and they're shitting, which creates mushrooms, man. It's just the circle of life. <laughs> That's you know right. I'm saying? Good old cows. They're useful creatures. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, man. Cool story. Nice one, Mike. Thanks. I've got a kind of interesting one here uh, from the UK. A man found with 26 kilos of cannabis walks free from court. 26 fucking kilos and he walks mm. free from court. Now, you know, you know that I don't think anybody should be in prison for possession of cannabis. It doesn't matter how much cannabis. But oh, no, I've read on with the article. I've read on. It says a Lipson man found with around a quarter of a million pounds worth of cannabis has been told he has until next year to prove he's gone straight or he risks jail. Plymouth Crown Court heard that Nick Mancuso of Sideview Avenue, Lipson, was spotted by officers in a service lane which runs between Lipson Avenue and Seaview Avenue on June 24th, 2021 at around 4.20pm. <laughs> they just pointing that there? Is it, did he do that on purpose? Uh, approaching a white Peugeot 5008 must be a brand of car shit one by the sound of it shitting Peugeots he was seen to open the boot and remove two large holdable bags before heading back to his home he was stopped entering his property and a search of the bags revealed a quantity of cannabis in vacuum packed bags a further search of Mancuso's multi-occupancy home was carried out and police found more cannabis in vacuum-packed bags, cannabis reading, three money-counting machines, and £7,280 in cash. Now, back then, in 2021, that was actual real money. 
you know <laughs> <laughs> nowadays it's not much but it was something then uh, the drugs were later weighed and the total amounted to 865 grams of cannabis resin packed into 100 gram blocks, which had potential street value of 1,350 pounds and 25.9 kilos of cannabis female flower head, which is a way I've never heard it referred to before. Yeah. Cannabis female flowering head yeah. with a potential street value of 259,940 pounds. Moncusco pleaded guilty to possession with intent to supply resin, possession with intent to supply cannabis female flower head, possession of criminal property, namely the cash. In addition, he pleaded guilty to possession of 7.64 grams of cocaine, a quarter ounce of cocaine. So that's a quarter ounce of cocaine, 25 kilos of, of uh, buds, 100 gra- 800 grams of hash, essentially. So this is this is quite and fucking st- cash with cash counting machines. So this guy is a hardcore drug dealer, and he walks away from court. We've mm. also got uh, prosecutors Sophie Johns told the court that two men in the car were later spotted by police heading towards Birmingham. Here uh, she said, Mancusco has twenty five previous convictions. Now this is what this is where I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This is the problem we have in the UK right now is they just let anybody do whatever the fuck they like and nobody goes to prison anymore. 25 previous convictions and he still (laughs) walks away from court. He still doesn't get locked up with 25 previous convictions, uh, 25 ounces of weed, cash on him, counting machines, all of this shit. But then you get people who go to prison for possession of fucking one plant in their bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's like right, what, what the fuck is going on here, man? Inconsistent, it's not very consistent. Yeah, no, it's nope. not. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's frustrating, man. And, and of course, I don't think this guy should be going to prison. It's only possession of cannabis. He did have cocaine, but I think all drugs should be properly legalized and controlled. And it's completely up to him what he does, and it's up to his customers what they fucking do if they want to buy the cannabis from him. But with twenty five previous convictions and, and still hasn't gone to prison. There's just a major problem here in the UK where people don't get to people don't go to prison for breaking the fucking law and people need to go to prison for breaking the law, regardless of whether it's right or not. You know, 25 previous convictions is too much. This is not a first offence. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Well, even if they're using. It doesn't say what the convictions are, but it doesn't matter nowadays, mate. You can do what the fuck you want. And they ain't got to send you down. It's ridiculous. All the prisons are full here in the UK. They don't want to send anybody to prison unless they've done something uh, like absolutely crazy. And then even then, you might not get sent down. And if you do, it's fucking short amount of time. Things are bad here in the UK, man. I know I keep saying that every episode, but it really is. <laughs> it's crazy, man. So what do you think? Should this guy go to prison? Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> like you said, I don't think he should have gone to prison in the first place because, well, it's cannabis. But mm. I don't know. That's an awful lot of weed, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely not personal use, is it? <laughs> like, you, you think, right? I mean, if I think if I was outside and the police caught me with this shit, with seven grand in cash, fucking twenty-five ounces of weed, cash counting machines, and a quarter of cocaine, and I've had twenty-five previous criminal offenses. Do I think the police are going to let me off? 
Oh, no, no I fucking mean, think so. No. no, you'd be you'd be bent over and given the no lube treatment, mm-hmm. mate. Yeah, That's- absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I'd like to know what the other convictions were because if he's mm-hmm. not a danger to society, I mean, you can have a billion dollars from weed mm-hmm. profits. I don't care. You know, I don't think selling weed. No, but and the thing is, it isn't. It isn't fucking. It isn't dangerous, and people should be able to do this. But it's still against the law, and they still send people to prison for much less than this. So, I don't know what what is what the details are. I guess, but I mean, yeah. Listen to this. He's a rich white guy, Mister Kudihi. I think that's his solicitor or his lawyer. Described Mancusco as the bottom of the food chain. No joke. <laughs> bottom of the food chain. No really? Joke. <laughs> the bottom. You know, <laughs> fuck, you know. It, what? what the actual fuck, man? It, it just frustrates me that it, this guy, again, is going to be his 26th criminal offence, and he won't get sent to prison for it, but if somebody was found growing a few fucking plants, they're, I, mean, I mean, Billy Bond's here in the chat. He has cancer. He's, his uh, son needs cannabis medicine to uh, to help with his epilepsy. So mm-hmm. Billy decided to grow a few fucking plants to try and help with the burden. And it, those plants were found. And as a result, he had to wear a fucking tag on his ankle for like mm-hmm. three months mm-hmm. and had to be locked up in his house from six o'clock in the afternoon till six o'clock in the morning or some crazy bullshit. You know, and he has a legitimate reason to be in possession of that cannabis. This guy has got 25 previous convictions, a shitload of weed, cash, and cash counting machines. And you just, if you're a good boy up until June, then we're going to let you off. It's like, you fucking work. It's just and at that so point, why aren't they legalizing it? Really? Yeah. Because yeah, they're going to sure. let somebody with mm-hmm. that much weed just off the hook. Right. Then just mm-hmm. legalize it by now, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Be done with it. Yeah. Stop stop wasting money and resources on shit that it doesn't need to be wasted on. Exactly. Right. Start use start start using it for the actual real crimes. Uh-huh. This is the problem we have down here. It's <clears> the same thing. It's just wasting all this money, time, and resources on chasing people with a couple of plants when you could be using that for the real stuff. Uh, you know, what's the point? What is the point in chasing someone for a few plants when mm-hmm. you're taking resources away from someone who's being burgled or someone who's being assaulted? Like we've got massive issues with domestic violence and there's not enough and they keep claiming there's not enough resources. We'll take the money off the cops for the fucking weed and let them actually follow down some proper leads and some actual real crime because we're not hurting anyone. Mm-hmm. Who are we hurting? I, want. Well, I agree with you there, but you know, at the same time, there's there's a section of population that still believes the old prohibition stuff. How dangerous this this material is, and that's what mm. we're up against. Is you know the, the ultra conservative right wing that still thinks that this is the cannabis is going to end the country. You know, it's like just crazy. The ultra conservative right wing who are sitting there smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol. Yeah, but and don't then, have the cannabis now. And then and then they're going out committing domestic violence shit. Yeah. <laughs> Because like, a lot of those are alcohol people's mm-hmm. day, then you can do whatever you want. I think. But that's it. Yeah. it. It's not like I'm saying this guy should be in prison, you know. But while other people have been yeah, prosecuted for much lesser crimes, why has this guy been let off? That doesn't make sense to me, especially with 25 previous criminal offences. This doesn't make right. sense, you know. And this is—it just highlights yeah. an overall problem in the UK right now, is where you people commit crimes and don't go to prison for it. Yeah, corrupt mm-hmm. officials, man. 
I don't know who got paid or who this guy knows. They all got paid, bro. They all got paid. If you got the money, anything's legal, right? So if he's if if he's being caught, if he's been caught with 26 kilos, how much has he sold prior? I don't know. They don't they don't know, clearly. Yeah, so he's only just, they only just caught him on the off chance. Mm, Fweech put a good one up in there. He must be a rat. Good fucking point, man. Uh, good point. Uh-huh. Mm. And who is supplying it? That could be it as well. I remember we did did discuss there was a, a police officer, a pretty high up police officer who was growing his own cannabis and shit. Maybe he was growing it and this is one of his guys. Maybe. You know, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, oh no, don't just let him off. Just let him off. There could yeah, be something I need, fishy I need going that. on. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Just I hate to even it. entertain it, but you're right. It could possibly be that way. Something dodgy going on. Because if I was caught, I don't. With, with this shit here, I reckon I'd be getting five to seven years, man. It, yeah. yeah I'm saying the same thing. If I get caught, I'd already be in jail by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely ridiculous, man. You know, we've seen people suffer much. Look, look at Martin in Ireland, for example, who's facing prison time because he was in possession of one CBD cannabis cigarette, for fuck's mm-hmm. sake. Right. 26 kilos this guy's got, man. Mm-hmm. God yeah. damn. Mm, he's whistling Dixie as he walks down the road after his case. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that Don't Worry tune by Bob Marley, isn't it? <laughs> Three little yeah. birds, man. That's what he's whistling. <laughs> but yes, yeah, that's the story coming out of the UK right now. Uh, let us know what you think in the comments below. Should this guy go to prison? Should he not? Is this a, a, a good charge for him for a, just walk away for a few months? And if he's well behaved, then he gets away with it. What do you all think, man? That's a tough question to ask mm. the cannabis community, man. It is. Somebody get go to jail for cannabis. Like, whoa. Mm-hmm. See, my, my opinion is no, he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's also that if he doesn't, neither should anybody else. Yeah. That's that's mm-hmm. the point. It's not so much whether he should or shouldn't. It's more that if he doesn't, so then neither should anyone else. Exactly. I completely 100% agree with that. But that means our fight's not with this guy. It's oh, no, no. It's, no, it's definitely not with the guy. Mm-hmm. It's with the system. He yeah. should definitely be scot-free because I think selling cannabis, as long as, you know, we're assuming it's not full of pesticides and shit, you know, and that mm-hmm. all that's a completely different argument, but just the act of selling cannabis, I think, is great mm-hmm. because it yeah. provides people with a medicine that they wouldn't have mm-hmm. been able to get. Mm-hmm. For know, sure, prohibition is the reason it costs so fucking much. It's not like you know, there's greed in there, but prohibition allows that greed to proliferate. So. Mm-hmm. And I mean, don't forget there as well, the UK Ziff just uh, brought it up in the chat there. He was also in possession of a quarter of cocaine, which is a class A drug and massively restricted in this country. Mm-hmm. A quarter of what? A quarter of Q or something like that? Yeah, seven, seven grams, mate. Seven, uh, seven, seven oh. grams. So it's still only a small amount necessarily, but it's still it's a class A drug. And with the scales, yeah. with the cash, it's like, come on, man. Can, people yeah. are being He's sent to prison. Yeah, exactly. When people are being sent to prison for possession of just a few cannabis plants, which they're growing in their fucking bedroom, then why is this guy getting away with it? It's just, it's like, what the fuck is going on here, man? It's just, well, there's no get, justice. If he's getting away with it, everyone needs to be, you know, even as home growers need to be taken into consideration. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. You know, 
need to give us the benefit of the doubt as well. And, and this is it. It's like anybody in the UK listening to this, we've come up with a few stories here now, which definitely, if you ever get caught with your shit, you need to bring these stories to the attention of your fucking solicitor <laughs> and be like, this guy yeah. here was down with 26 kilos of cannabis and was fucking let off. This guy here was growing 50 plants and he had a, a, a what, he had how much did he, um, he had a kilogram of cannabis on him and he was selling or giving cannabis out to people who, who were using it for medicine. And he was hailed as a hero and let off with just the six off. month community order. So mm-hmm. use these when you, when you go to court, if you ever go to court, because you've been caught growing your own, take these fucking stories with you and use them as examples and set yeah. precedent and make sure mm-hmm. that the, the judge or the, or the, 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 um, the jury, whatever, make sure they all know about this shit. So you get, similar treatment to what these people are getting as well, man. Don't get mugged off by these motherfuckers. Maybe he was really good at Monopoly. He had a few get out of jail free cards left. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. He's got some Monopoly money on him. Yeah, that's you it. Know? <laughs> but, you know, good luck to him, man. Good luck to him. You know, it's good that he isn't getting locked up, but we all need to be treated equally here. You yeah. can't let this guy off and then prosecute somebody because they was in possession of an ounce of cannabis. It's that's just don't make any fucking sense. Anyway, we've always said it's been a selective law. It gives the authorities the uh, the ability to choose who they prosecute. Mm-hmm. That's the problem here. It's not it, there is no consistency across it. Mm-hmm. Which then it's it's not a law. It's a preference. Says it's a suggestion, right? Yeah. It, yeah. It's like that's nah, crazy. Yeah. So, yes, that's what's going on in the UK right now. Very interesting. Very interesting. Let's see what happens with this. Mm. So, Bob, you want to hit your news article next? Yeah, sure. So um, my one is a top secret facility is about to be Australia's largest indoor vertical cannabis farm. Ooh. <clears throat> Pardon me. I guess yeah, it's not so top secret top... anymore, is it? No. Nah. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be, <laughs> wouldn't be so secret now, is it? Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> A top secret location is about to become Australia's largest indoor vertical cannabis farm. The company behind it is forecasting a hundred million in, in turnover as the once taboo drug gains popularity for pain relief. Uh, Craig Cochran is CEO of MedCan Australia, one of dozens of new medicinal cannabis companies popping up across Australia with bigger plans than most. Uh, once the full site is operational, up to six tons of dried flour per annum. Uh, Cochrane told a current, uh, current affair. The Brisbane-based company isn't willing to reveal the location of its new $10 million facility due to security concerns. It is now part of a rapidly growing industry many Australians may have never imagined would exist. Um, a current affair was taken on tour behind the scenes and crew wore lab coats and hairnets to ensure the plants weren't contaminated. Well, now that's good. I like that part. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Nate Jones is the head of cultivation brought in from Canada, where illegal cannabis industry started several years before Australia. Uh, We will utilize state-of-the-art technology, Jones said. Uh, Inside the facility, there is a full hydroponic setup on a scale that would previously have had the drug squad ready to raid. Pardon me. Inside the control, every element of the plant's growth, in particular the light. Uh, just the right amount is needed to signal when it's time to grow a flower, which is where the most potent part of the drug comes from. Uh, the reason we grow indoors is really to control the environmental conditions, to control all the inputs the plants have, from light to water to CO2 to nutrients. Uh, with the light, temperature, humidity and irrigation all under control, it doesn't matter whether the, the plants on the top deck or the bottom deck, they're all being grown under identical conditions. 
That allows us to have the final product throughout the year that doesn't have any seasonal changes from the outside environment. Jones said cannabis flowers are very sensitive to high humidity. Without a low humidity room, flowers can grow mold. Um, flower buds are turned into a variety of medical products, including oils, capsules, and dried flowers, and it's where the money is made. Dr. Bruce Willett is Vice President of the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners. Uh, people will think, or people think it will solve all of their problems, and while it is and can be a really useful medication, it's not the thing that's going to treat everything, Willett said. The Therapeutic Goods Administration has now approved more than 260,000 medicinal cannabis prescriptions for Australians. The most common reason listed by patients are chronic pain, anxiety, and sleep disorders. With prescriptions exploding the past two years, companies like MedCan are expected to have a workforce of 100 employees once a new facility comes online. Um, yeah. So if you're interested in finding work, it's a love of plants, not a love of marijuana that will get you the job. So there you go. Mm. So, you know, good sort of a little bit of but, moving you know, forward. But, you know, it's top secret. Can I love both though? <laughs> yeah. Can I love can marijuana and plants? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look, you know, I, I'm. It's it's forward movement. That that's my thing. You know, it's it's slowly starting to move forward, and this it seems to be. This is how all of them sort of dip their toe in the water. Every government seems to do a medicinal side first, and then they go, "Oh, well, mm -hmm. they're making mm -hmm. lots of money, and maybe we should do a recreational market." And the sooner the better. They need yeah. to do something because it's yeah, it's it's at the point now where. Every every time um, every time a story about a grower here comes up, the the comments on it there'd be three thousand comments, and you'd be lucky to find one that's congratulating the police. So, uh. mm -hmm. that's usually the way it is nowadays. I mean, cannabis is becoming more and more mainstream, and I mean, even people who won't openly admit they support it sometimes, you know, quietly support the legalization. Yep. But yeah, if, well, if we you had... don't, you know, especially if you're for alcohol legislation, if you're a drinker, then you can't really say anything about it, man. So everybody's got their their own right to expand their consciousness or relax at the end of a hard week at work in any way they fucking want to, as long as it doesn't bother anybody else. You know, I agree. Mm. So, I mean, that's why yeah. we're here. That's what we talk about every week. Mm -hmm. It's like we're not here to hurt anybody. That's right, man. We just want to get a little high. Oh, we're just trying to help the world. We're not trying to hurt it. Mm -hmm. I just like that they're being proven wrong every time they get up and they complain that, oh, the world's going to you know, come to shit and it'll all fall in and <laughs> mm -hmm. stone is everywhere. And then they legalize it somewhere as a test and nothing fucking happens. Yeah, because right. there's what? been stoners everywhere for this whole time. <laughs> you know? exactly. And you wouldn't have companies oh, like this company willing to, to invest millions and millions to building this massive facility if they didn't know that there was a future. Yeah. Mm. Like 260,000 prescriptions. Yeah, that's and crazy. And they're, they're talking six ton a year. Like, mm. come on. Now, how much is the, the, yeah. do those prescriptions cost? Uh, on average on on average uh depending on how on how you use um you know you can it, some people will only use a little bit other people using more um but if i was to go my full script every two weeks for all my flowers and oils if i wanted to go that way it would cost me we about eight hundred dollars oh wait for two weeks oh my gosh did you say yeah, 800? That's 800 yeah, yeah aussie wow. 
Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of money. We yeah, were talking two hundred dollars for ten grams. Again, fifteen hundred dollars a month at least. Uh huh. At least for two hundred and sixty thousand been... people. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. It's a shitload of imagine, money, man. And that's <laughs> and and the, and the thing is, the I would I would say a very big chunk of that are people that probably are taking the piss and they're not. They don't necessarily need it for the conditions that they're claiming they have. They Mm. just, you know, and that's fine because I'm a big believer of your, well, if it's, if you're using it to relax and to wind down, then that's technically a medication, you know, for for me, it's the same as, um, as using antidepressants or whatever else you want to use. Like I know, don't, don't go start flaming me in chat because I've said it's the same as antidepressants. I know it's not, but it's on the same playing field if you get you're what I mean. using the same as you would antidepressants to compensate for a need let's put it that yes, way correct yeah yeah. <clears throat> yeah so yeah interesting but of course that is a top secret news article everybody so forget everything you've just heard this i love yeah, it this a, message a, will self-destruct top secret top secret <laughs> facility vertical <laughs> growth facility hundreds of million dollars being built in but we're not going to tell you where it is i think somebody in australia knows where this place is yeah, of course they can't. Uh, you know, someone would. You know, they they, they to build unless a it's in a hole in the much. ground and they're they're you know transporting stuff in electronically or something. I don't know. Billy Bond yeah. said there in chat: two hundred and sixty thousand times one thousand easy is two hundred and sixty million a year minimum. We're not saying a yeah. year, Billy. This is a month, mate. That's a month, bro. Yeah, a month. <laughs> so that's what yeah. three billion a year. Yeah, yeah, a lot of money coming in this thing. It's just oh, they were, they're overcharging for this material. I hate to say it. Yeah, for Crazy. sure. It's absolutely ridiculous. Well, you know, the, the other thing it shows to me is that this is the big reason why there's no, you can grow it at home. Oh, for sure. Because for sure. This, this is where the money's going, right? And these guys, you know, MedCan is, well, they're, they're farmer. Let's be honest. Why, you know? why do you think they banned it in 2014 here in Canada? Mm-hmm. We had the right to grow from 99 till 2013. And then the new system came and guess what? No more homegrown. We, we, well, you have so many options in the, in the government licensed yeah. companies. It's mm-hmm. right, all right here for you. No problem. You can go and buy it for $20 a gram. Yeah. Why would you want I to know. grow it at home? <laughs> what you're it's saying better though, when I grow it what, myself. What I was doing eight years ago, you know, this is Canada mm-hmm. eight years ago here. And exactly, you're exactly right. They don't want homegrown because when I can grow this shit for 35 cents a gram and just, you know, I haven't bought fucking medical weed in years because why mm. would I? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, the only reason I bought it last time was so that I could go into state with it. <laughs> that was it. So I could you get on the a jar. Plane is what you wanted. You didn't want the weed. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Let's. You know, I still have labels kicking around here. In actually, in my wallet, there's one from like five years ago that I they used to have to carry your label. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I was ever legal was. Also, because my girlfriend is an immigrant, and I didn't want to fuck with uh, immigration or something. The shit. Mm-hmm. So, but I've been growing for twelve years. You know, I don't give a fuck. It's yeah. The same shit. Been doing. Yeah, I've just, I, I just, my biggest thing was that I, you know, I used to have to not take anything with me, and then when yeah. I'd get there, I'd then have to go around and find someone, and you just, you know, it's hit and miss. You never know. You don't always find that that golden pot at the end of the rainbow when you get get somewhere. So now I can just put my own in my little jar, jump on a plane, fly over. There's fuck all they can do about it. And I'm sweet. So go. I can go anywhere in That's... Australia or territory. Fine. Nice. 
that works. So, yes, we have one more news story, which is a, it's a surprise for me, this one. And I'm so sure it's going to be a surprise for most of us. Do you want to take yours away there, Monkey? Yeah, I, I can understand why you, uh, you, you kind of waited to last on this, but it does kind of tie in a little bit with the other stories. This comes from thehill.com. It's called Changing America. As states legalized cannabis alcohol use increased, study says. Now, it's, it's kind of a, a conflicting story. And the reason I chose this is this story actually came on our local news two days ago. So this is actually something that I'm seeing coming or making the rounds in the United States. And I believe it's a scare tactic. Um, over 20 states in Washington, D.C. have legalized rec recreational adult use cannabis. Results of a new study shows legalization was linked to increased alcohol use, but not increased rates of binge drinking or heavy drinking. So that's good news right there. Findings also mm. varied based upon demographic fa uh, factors. So when you start looking at this, it's the rate of alcohol use have increased along policies legalizing recreational cannabis according to the results of a new study that reflect data on over 4 million U.S. adults. And in, color, in a 2012, Colorado and Washington became the first states to legalize recreational cannabis. And in the decades since, over 20 states and Washington, D.C. have followed suit. So this is basically most of the country now. A majority of the population in the United States has access to recreational cannabis at this point. The study was published in a, a called JAMA Health Forum, found that between 2010 and 2019, recreational cannabis laws were linked with a 0.9 percent point increase in alcohol use among the entire U.S. population. This is why I kind of want to look at this. They're, mm. they're looking at this thing as a 0.9% increase across the, the U.S. Is this an actual number or maybe a statistic anomaly? Uh, I think it was a crooked study. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, usually a 0.9% increase, something below 1%, usually you take that as could be just a sampling situation. So it's a margin of yeah. error, isn't it? It could be, but they're yeah. actually causing, you know, they're... they're, they're uh, ringing the bells here and sounding the alarm. Well, you have to get into it even a little bit further than that. However, the results did not show any association between legalized cannabis and in increased in binge drinking. So basically they're saying that, yes, we legalize cannabis and they think that 0.9% more people are drinking alcohol, but they're not binge drinking and getting drunk. So this is this study is all over the place with news, but they're trying to make us think that this is a bad thing. Yeah, you know what they um, say, 90% of statistics are false. <laughs> true. But then you start getting into the statistics even further. And this is a higher alcohol intake was driven primarily by young adults between the age of 18 and 24. Now, you cannot purchase recreational cannabis until you're age 21 in any legal state. So we're using people mm. below the actual purchasing age of cannabis in this study, and then you're kind of overlapping them a little bit there from 21 to 24s. Mm -hmm. So this, when they started spewing all this information on my local news, I just sat there with my mouth open, just couldn't believe they were giving all this garbage and spewing this out there. The study seems to be very, very focused on a very, very small group of the population. And by the way, it's mostly men. Mm. So... <laughs> I, I mean, I read the study and I have to keep asking myself, I know that the cannabis legalization has a lot of people trying to lobby right now to stop it from going national. It's just given. And I can't help but say that the story looks like it's one of those that they tried to find something alarming to get out there and to actually push the buttons of people to make say, oh, we can't let this happen. 
But when I looked at the study, the study said there's not a whole lot to this thing here. They're saying, mm. oh my gosh, before we legalize anything or do anything else, we have to consider the fact that we're affecting these, these people by this amount of percentage. Fuck's and sake. Yeah, I mean, this, this has got to open some, some discussion here. I mean, I don't I mean, think Maybe is... it's something to do with, the, yeah, who paid for the study, for one. Good point there, Billy. Always follow the money. But uh, maybe it's something to do with, was this study taken over summertime? Because during the summertime, I would drink because it's a hot day. You're chilling mm-hmm. outside, you have a beer. But now I haven't drank for like fucking two months or something. Because it's not summertime anymore. I don't want to drink. <laughs> you know, maybe that's mm-hmm. the difference. There's got to be some other fact about it that's been put in play here, but they're not telling us about. Well, in fact, yeah. that's a good point you're asking right there when the study was taken. Maybe it was taken like something like during St. Patrick's Day when you have typically a mm. lot of drinkers out there mm-hmm. that may just only do it once a year mm-hmm. or something like that. Or around New Year's or, or Christmas when some people have a drink kind of mm-hmm. thing like that. But they don't say that, you know, take this study at the first week of January and see how many people are drinking. It's like 10 percent drop in 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 cannabis smoking and drinking for the start of the year. I was just going to say it's 21 to 24. Like, you know, that's that's your 21 is your legal drinking age there, isn't it? Yes, a good point. Mm, mm. All of a sudden they're like, oh, well, let's go out and try, you know, and of course, then you've got, you know, college parties, you've got spring break, you've got all so many different things that could play into this. It's just. <laughs> and population growth. It's like, yeah, how, yeah. how much did population grow last year? Yeah. How many more people in 2022 came to the age of 21 rather than in 2021? It's got to be more than 1%, right? The population grows by right. a couple of percent every year. It, there's some uh, this just doesn't fucking make sense this doesn't man it's it doesn't make sense and you know beside that they were so narrow in in that age category and then the, the increase was so minute i couldn't understand why mm-hmm. this was such big newsworthy story that they had to get it on the national news and make sure everybody knows about a point nine percent increase well you can in be the drinking age of people who are very narrowly fitted in to the population here you can be 100 not... sure mate but if it was the <laughs> other direction 0.9 more people have stopped drinking because of cannabis they'd say nothing nothing well, will be said maybe mm. but it's one of these these i think it's nothing more than a scare tactic again is saying oh my gosh this evil evil cannabis here look what he's mm. doing it's not only going to ruin you with cannabis it's going to make you drink more alcohol now we told you all along <laughs> Okay, now. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's interesting. More and more, more and more, of these studies are going to come out because there's more and more lobbying efforts. I think what I'm starting to see is as more and more states come online and we get closer and closer to actually having a national legalization. I'm seeing more and more of these uh, stupid, fantastical little articles pop up here trying to convince people that oh my gosh, we got to do something to stop this thing before it happens. I don't get it, man. No. Stupidness, man, just ignorance, you know, ignorance. misinformation. But anyway, I, I mean, it's an interesting article. Take it how you want it. Um, I, I certainly don't advocate a higher alcohol use, especially binge drinking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I really don't think that this article, I think they missed the mark. Mm. I think they missed it on purpose, mate. <laughs> well, it was, I think it was a misguiding mark more so than it being accurate. Let's look, we, we found something. Let's go ahead and report on something here, mm-hmm. you know? 
you know, then you get related contents. They're, I mean, all of these articles, things like half of dentists say patients come into appointments high. Well, hell yes. I mean, if I got to go have my teeth worked on, I'm, I'm going to be, want to be as relaxed as I can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if you can't smoke after, because that's usually the way you have shit done in your mouth. Like, you can't smoke for 24 hours. It's like, shit, I'm going to get super high before this <laughs> dentist appointment, man. <laughs> but anyway, we do have some uh, forum news, just a little bit, which we should cover before we move on. We obviously, you already know, we're going to have competitions for the next four live streams, everybody, where you can win a $50 voucher and a $75 voucher to be spent at phenoseeds.com. So make sure you hang around for the break. And at the end of the show, we're also going to do one. So for the break, we'll give away the $50 voucher. And at the end of the show, we'll do a quick spin to give away the $75 voucher. So stay tuned for that. South Silly out there. Congratulations to South Silly, who won the pumpkin comp with that epic Frenchie. That uh, was crazy, pumpkin. crazy mm. talent, man. Yeah, Good very stuff. skilled, man. Yeah. Amazingly well done. And I contacted HLG like yesterday, I think it was, maybe the day before. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this guy's South Silly one. I'll put him in contact with you. They're like, yeah, cool, man. And his contact sent out same day. It was there the next day. It's like, he he, he yeah. already has his light. It's like, damn, these guys are fucking good, man. Mm. So. If you want lights, everybody, if you're looking for a new light, especially in the UK and Europe and shit right now, because the energy prices are so crazy, then it's even more the right time to buy a HLG light now, because they might be expensive on the setup, but they're far more efficient. And in the long run, you're going to be saving electricity and the light will pay for itself. So get yourself a fucking HLG. Subsidy yeah, said he got quality. it last night. Yeah, it arrived. In, yeah, because you got one, didn't you, Bawaha? Because you won I one. I do. Yeah. I did. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's quality got it pretty quick. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely quality kit. Um, like I've got, I've got a, um, I've got a spider farmer, uh, SE 7,000. I've got an SF 4,000. I've got a bloom plus one as well. And I've got the 600 R and the HLG 600 R spec. It's the, the build quality and everything is above and beyond the rest. So and Fweech and also won one as well. So everybody out there who yeah. listens to the podcast but isn't a member of the forum, what the fuck are you doing, man? It's 100% free and you get to enter epic competitions like this where you win lights that are worth shitloads, man. This is the top of the market. It, yeah. it, the light South City one is worth $700 they sell it for. That's the RRP. You know, this is a, it's like we, the site gets sponsored by HLG, but we just put everything back into the forum. We don't keep it for ourselves. Goes back in for the community, so the community can have epic prizes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yep. We give away lights that fill a four by four, not something for a two by two. Mm -hmm. Not just some cheap shit little fucking light. This is the big shit. This is this the good shit. The real stuff. (laughs) And it's the same with the uh, the Fino Seeds. You know that they wanted to sponsor the podcast for a few episodes. It's like cool. And what they give us just goes straight back in to you guys, man. And you guys win shit. I'm saying that's how we roll. But uh, is there any more forum news to cover? I think that's just about everything, right? Well, we have a runoff in plan of the month going on. So it's going to only be a one-week vote on this one. So if if you're a Percy's member, jump over, put your vote in, because you're already halfway through the month for this vote. Mm. Or the week, I should say, because, yeah, we got to finish up before we start the next month. Did you bump that thread? Um, I did. I bumped it via the good morning, good evening thread, reminded people to go over there and do it, but I didn't, uh-huh. I didn't, I'll do it now. I got that. I'm sitting right here with, with the tablet open. So I think that's it for the news.
And there we go, everybody. That was this week's Cannabis News and Events. Thank you very much, as usual, for coming to join us. Thank you for downloading and listening to the show. And I just want to make sure everybody is reminded that on the live stream for the next three weeks, we're going to have that competition, the, the prize draw, where we add your name to the wheel, we'll get spun, and there's two prizes to be given away. So make sure, if you can, you come and join us on one of the Sunday shows over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash highonhomegrown. It would be awesome to see you over there for the live show sometime. So a big thank you to Fino Seeds for sponsoring this episode. Go and check out their catalogue and see what seeds they have available, because if you win one of these vouchers for $50 or $75, then you could go and get some of the seeds yourself. Of course, if you are not a member of Percy's Grow Room already, make sure you head over there and sign up, because we have some cool competitions going on over there as well. So get over to Percy's and sign up if you haven't done that already. Get over to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash highandhomegrown and subscribe to that channel if you haven't done that already. But thanks as always for downloading and listening to the show. We appreciate every single one of you listeners out there, whether you're a member of Percy's or not. We very much appreciate you being here and listening to the show. So thank you for that. If you can share it with a friend, that would be awesome. But of course, no pressure. Don't get yourself into any trouble. Uh, in the meantime, we'll catch you on Wednesday for the interview. So have a good week, everybody. Stay high and stay safe. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye.